Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from Sosondo Lane. I don't know if you can hear me too good. Yesterday I was making a call and uh, the recipient said they couldn't hear me. I was trying to order some material. But anyhow, hey man, you know, my brother always told me, you have a saying, power concedes nothing without a demand. And then, you know, eh, I saw somebody say something else similar to that, like, uh, you know, your expectation doesn't mean anything if you don't, you know, vocalize it. It doesn't really get you anywhere unless you vocalize it, right? And then, and then, um, yeah, people, people, people don't, you know, have to satisfy your expectations necessarily. You know, they either do or they don't. They don't, they don't owe that to you. You know, so that's why I always, you know, that's kind of why I say stay away from people because what use are they to you? If you keep being dependent on people, then you won't be strong in yourself. You won't be able to, you won't be able to accept when somebody tells you no. Right? Since you're so dependent upon them, when they tell you no, your whole world falls apart. Rather than if you know how to get the resources yourself and do things for yourself, then you don't really, you know, you're not going to be like phased by that too much. That's some beautiful formwork they did on that concrete. The, um, the, um, you know, I remember when I was 16 years old, my mother didn't want to sign my form to, to allow me to get a, a junior license, a junior's driver's license. She wouldn't have had to spend any money because I would have paid for it myself. But, you know, that does probably make her insurance go up. But anyhow, she wouldn't sign it. But that's her right. She doesn't have to do that. Maybe she didn't think it's an appropriate time for me to be driving. Maybe she didn't want to get insurance to go up. Whatever. She was probably right because I ended up crashing her car. I ended up crashing two of her cars. Um, even though I crashed them when I was eh, around 20 almost had an accident just now I just cursed I'm sorry can you excuse me for that one so I ended up crashing the cars when I was around I'm gonna say 19 because so since she didn't sign my approval to get my junior license I you know I didn't have a choice but to wait so when I turned 18 I turned 18 and I I turned 18 and two months later, I walked to the DMV. The DMV, uh, you know, just because I only had enough money to, I only had enough money to complete the application. I was studying the permit application for a long time, but I only had enough money to complete the application. So I had to walk to the DMV and the DMV was about, I'm gonna say about seven miles away. And, you know, I'm kind of a, I don't even know. I'm, I'm kind of a masochist. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say that I am masochistic, which is not a good indicator of mental health, in my opinion. But I walked that seven miles going there, and I walked seven miles coming back. I walked about 14 miles to DMV. And, um, and, um. I'm back, and I, you know, I took my my junior, I took my, uh, I took my learner's permit test and all that, and got my license, whatever the case may be. Went through the whole process, 
by myself because I was 18 now. So I'm in, quote unquote emancipated. I was still living with my mother, but I'm emancipated to the part to the point where I can make my own decisions. I can sign papers, sign contracts, I can whatever the case may be. Right? I'm not. Yeah. So eventually, you know what? I got my permit. I paid for some lessons. I'm probably paid for maybe one or two lessons. They were. I had a good. I got a good price. I think the lessons were like twenty-five dollars each. One-hour lessons for twenty-five dollars way back in the days. And then I had to pay another. I think maybe seventy-five or a hundred dollars to do what they call a safety course, which is another requirement in in New York City before you even. Um, able to take the driving test you got to take the safety course i think it's a five-hour safety course so after i took the five-hour safety course um i was good after that you know in the sense that all i had to do was schedule my 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 um my driving test so fortunately then she let me use her car for the driving test um, I almost failed the driving test because I didn't look behind me when I was backing up the car, but the guy gave me a break according to him. And I always, you know, remember to look behind me, except for the other day when I was at the gas station and I reversed my car and I <laughs> messed up my bumper. But anyhow, so that was that. So going through the process myself, her telling me no didn't stop the process. Of course, I resented it. You know, as a youth, I resented it probably all the way up until I made this conversation right here. But now I'm realizing me doing it myself, me making it happen for myself, put me on a trajectory to make things happen for myself all around. You know, I I filled out my own college applications. Every college I transferred to, that was, I did that on my own. Filled out my own FAFSA applications. Um... You know, I, 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 I applied for all my own jobs. I got all the jobs that I got. Um, I, sh- I went after them, you know, from I was 14 years old up. Um, I didn't do it right sometimes. And, you know, one day I had to make some photocopies at the library with my social security card. And I left my social security card on the scanner and walked out of the library. <laughs> so absent-minded. But, um, and then when I was supposed to go for my recruiting... When I got into the summer youth program, I didn't go to the I didn't go to the event. I was there playing and hanging out with my friends. And my mother came home and was like, "You know, you're supposed to go to the thing, right?" So you know, she progressively gave me more responsibility in those kind of ways. Plus, you know, she wasn't she was working hard, so she wasn't available to do all these things. So it put me in a good position having those because I really regretted the, the year that I didn't get to go into the summer youth program. But the next year I got into the program And then uh, after that After that I didn't really go into Some youth program I just got a regular Summer job You know um, After you're 16 you don't necessarily need to You don't need a um, When you're 16 you don't need a um, You don't need a a, a, a a work permit You don't need a work permit A minor's work permit So anyhow um, it put me in a good position. So, if you're dependent upon people all the time, you don't get strong in yourself. I got the ability to learn the process of applying for things, filling out applications, interviewing, um, you know, uh, 
making my own calls, doing my own research on the things that I want to do. So, you know, um, not having to ask anybody for anything and learning not to ask people for stuff and learning not to depend on people for stuff, you know. Um, I think that's the ultimate leverage to be self-sufficient, you know. And um, that causes you to have to restrict yourself also. Now, we know that a large amount of America is in credit card debt due to inflation. And, you know, um, I'm going to talk about topics that I don't understand. There's a, there's, a, there's a higher ranking member of the Bank of England that told people, told the people of England, hey, I'm going to paraphrase. He said, basically, get with it, man. Actually, you guys are poor now. You're poorer than you were before. So just suck it up. So due to inflation, we can't afford the lifestyle that we could afford, that we could barely afford. The one that we were not affording or barely affording one, two, three years ago, now we cannot afford it. So a lot of people are running up credit card debt and still trying to maintain that same lifestyle. I was just listening to one of Dave Ramsey's employees. And Dave Ramsey, one of Dave Ramsey's employees said, he's doing coaching calls with people that make half a million dollars that can, that are living, you know, check to check. If they miss one check, they are, uh, they're going to be messed up. He's doing coaching calls with people that make half a million dollars household income, household income, and they can't take care of themselves. They can barely take care of themselves. And the reason why is the lifestyle that they're trying to sustain a whole bunch of cars, you know, maybe timeshares, vacation property, um, more house than is necessary, um, you know, all these, you know, extra things that are just like keeping up with the Joneses and social clout and and um, egocentric, you know, low self-value type of stuff, flexing, um, you know, uh, he didn't mention any drug use, so he just mentioned all just up and up kind of stuff that, you know, they want to take vacations and all kind of stuff like that, so um, he's saying the people that are making half a million dollars, He's getting calls from people making half a million dollars that are, you know, don't, that are broke. They're making a half a million dollars a year, though. You know, so when you have to get it yourself, I mean, they've had to get it themselves. But when you've get, had to get it from yourself from the bottom, you kind of appreciate every dollar that you, you bring in. Every dollar that you get, you appreciate it. When I was, when I just started working, I was making $5.25, an hour. $5.15 an hour. That means when I finished work, I got maybe $150 or $200 a week, right? And I, you know, I had a little things I wanted. One of the first things I bought was some glasses, even though I don't need glasses. Then I think I bought myself a shirt. Uh, I bought myself some khaki pants, I think, and and then when school started, I was able to buy my shoes for school, so my mother didn't have to buy me any shoes for school and stuff like that. And, and for the most part, you know, I, I even wore I, I wore the same clothes even though they got small. It doesn't really matter to me. It 
didn't really matter to me at the time too much not too much just some in some cases it did but I was able to get myself things that I you know that I wanted which was probably not the best idea but you know 16 15 15 years old you know and I think yeah when I was 16 I was working at my uncle's shop and then I think when I was 17 that's maybe when I worked for the temp agency and when I was 18 I was working for the temp agency and I was 19 I was working for the credit card company the credit card promotion company and I was working at a temp agency also no 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 not the temp agency well temp agencies kind of fizzled out about that time um wow temp agencies what happened to temp agencies I mean I, I'm I'm grown now I can't work for a temp agency but if you're young and you're coming up you know try to work for a temp agency or something what happened to temp agencies temp agencies were big one time anyhow I, I don't know I don't know um, I don't know what happened to temp agencies I really want to know because I had a lot of fun at temp agencies I had a lot of fun at temp agencies anyhow I've had many jobs but um, all I'm saying is self-sufficiency being self-sufficient is the best leverage um, always continually learning not depending on people to do anything for you if they can't do it for you then you do it out or you wait or you figure out how you can get it for yourself you don't have to resent them you don't have to have an issue with them you don't have to envy them you don't have to begrudge them you don't have to you know, be covetous of them. You don't have to covet them or covet their stuff. You just go get it yourself. Go get it yourself. If you can't get it yourself, it's not your time to get it. Start working on how to get it. Get it yourself. You know, that's what I say. <clears throat> so, you know, um, I never like people telling me no. So when they told me no, I told myself yes. You know, sometimes you, sh you can't tell yourself yes too much because then you just overindulge and you destroy yourself. Um, you gotta deny yourself a little bit because look, these people who are making five hundred thousand dollars a year, they said, "Oh, I'm making five hundred thousand dollars a year," or "We're making five hundred thousand dollars a year." We don't have to say no to ourselves anymore. We just gotta say yes. Because we got $500,000. So that must be able to buy everything. And then later on they find out. Well, not able to buy everything with $500,000. You got to still have a limit. If you want to have financial security. So I guess the proper phrase to say is. There's people making $500,000 a year household income. And are not financially secure. You know. To the point where they got to call up Dave Ramsey's group for financial coaching. Somebody with $500,000, you would think that they know everything about money or making, not, they don't have $500,000. They have $500,000 in income. Their income, their household income is $500,000. But they don't know how to manage 
They don't know how to discipline themselves. It's not even about the money because we already spoke. A fool and his money are soon parted or a fool and his money soon depart. It's not about the money. It's not necessarily about the money management. It's just about the foolishness. And I find myself, I'm guilty of it too, you know? What's one of the worst purchases I ever made? They were asking, I was watching some other guy asking another guy, what's the worst purchase he's ever made? And he he said it was a house. Another guy, Young Jeezy said, uh, one of his worst purchases was like uh, a bunch of cars. He has too many cars or something like that. And what would, what would I would say was my, I know what it is. Let me see. I know exactly what it is. I know exactly what it is, but guess what? I can't. I can't talk. Well, can I talk about it? Let me see. Let me think about it. Is that the worst financial? Eh, yeah, it is. <laughs> the worst financial. Um, the worst financial. And it extends past financial. But the worst financial uh, decision I made was chasing coitus and not chasing sustainability. Um, really that's the number one thing and even the time when I crashed my mother's car the first time I was going to a party with my friends you know chasing some coitus with the with the intent of finding and obtaining coitus but I'm just really making it banal because I don't want to I don't want to sugarcoat it. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm giving you the banal, debased terminology that I want to that I want to use because that's ultimately at the core of it. Now, um, yeah. So that was that's 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 one of the worst financial decisions that I've made and I didn't I didn't stop making it after I crashed the car I wasn't really connecting it like that but I wasn't really connecting it to that level now I'm connecting it now I'm thinking about it and I'm connecting it yes that's a repeated that was a repeated um that was a repeated uh, financial mismanagement mistake because it cost me a lot. At the same time, at the same time, same time, I gotta say that it also inspired me. So I can't even say that it's a, the worst financial decision because it drew, it gave me drive. Also, in others, in other instances, it encouraged me and it allowed me to expand my mind because, in pursuit of it. Um, you know, that would have been, it would have been better replaced by something like glory, which I guess it is. I made that my glory, but that's really just not sustainable. Um, like I, like I was saying in a previous post, whatever your glory is or whatever you're chasing or whatever your pursuit is should be something that's not even on this earth because anything on this earth you can you can get it you can get it you can get it 
So it shouldn't be your glory. Whatever your glory is should be something that you can't even see yet. Like something that you can't even intellectualize. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Something something eternal. Like God. Or God's mercy. Or something like that. Or, I don't know, becoming the, the, the president of the world. You know what I mean? Something like that. Anyhow, I'm going to get my grapefruit juice. I thank you for listening to my, uh, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs talk. Thanks.